Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. Welcome in to the DNVR Rapids postgame show. It's a winner's lounge and it is brought to you by... Bam, 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 bam. It's brought to you by Evoca TV, the homies. And we are joined today, of course, by super producer, the superest of the producers, Rapids fan, Denver native, the man himself, Yahir G. Vasquez. What's up, brother? Some might say I'm the prodigal, uh, prodigal son of Denver. Some, some, some say that. Yeah, some, some definitely do say I, that. I've heard that quite a bit around here. Yeah, so. streets are talking about it. um let's get into it real uh we're gonna talk about the uh the win last night obviously we might touch a little bit on the potential andre shinyashiki trade that is yet to be confirmed um and you know we'll kind of just get into the thoughts on this this tough stretch coming up for the rapids but first we'll talk about the homies over at evoca tv um great game last night and uh if you couldn't see it i have a solution for you uh if you can't watch the Rapids Avalanche Nuggets because you don't have altitude because you're one of those subscribers to a service that doesn't have it. You need to sign up for Evoca TV. Uh, it's a totally new approach to TV programming delivery that is less expensive, easy to watch, and offers a superior picture. Services include Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet, other national channels. Service is now available in Colorado Springs, and they're adding new channels to their lineup constantly. Uh, but the most important thing, obviously, the most important thing is altitude sports. Uh, if you don't want to miss the Avs playing in the playoffs, if you don't want to miss those Nuggets games from the awesome season they just had, more importantly, if you don't want to miss Rapids games, get Evoca TV. Uh, you also get access to coverage of the Rams and the Pioneers. Um, and, of course, the Rockies, who started started hot. Maybe they can get back into form uh, over on AT&T Sports at Rocky Mountain. That's everybody. That's all your favorite Colorado sports teams right there. Uh, how do you sign up? You go to evoca.tv slash DNVR. Use the promo code DNVR and you will get $10 off of your first three months. That's only $15 per month for the first three months plus receiver. No contracts and no hitting fees. Go ahead and sign up with the homies. They will take care of you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me your – Give me your. you were watching that game. I was there. I was up in the press box. The vibe Real seemed quick. great from where I was, man. Real quick, uh, Cole Bassett just uh, entered the uh, Freyendor game. The Feyendor no way. Game, Feyendorn? So. Yeah. Game, so let's see what he can do. First extender minutes out there. So, how, how, what's, the time in, what's the time situation there? Is he going to play win, like a long? He's going to play around 30 minutes. There you go. Good for so. Cole, man. That's awesome. Good to see. So let's see what we can do out there. But no, man, um, I watched that game, and I felt – reassured i felt yes. validated oh there's a good my, one after my on my positive attitude like for the last two three weeks and people were telling me you're being too positive i felt validated and now i feel like this team is even going to be better than i thought it was honestly the perfect result for the rapids considering that price was out with the hamstring wilson's still out with a hamstring the Shinyashiki trade rumors, uh, still trying to integrate Giassi Zardes. 
Um, not getting a win since March 12th. Not being able to score multiple goals since March 12th. A lot of things stacked up against them. Um, a very difficult stretch ahead of them schedule-wise in terms of just games and number of days uh, between them. And they came through in a big way. The attack was constant. Uh, the ball was living over in the attacking third. Lots of crosses, lots of chances. Um, there he is, Joseph coming through. Rapids yes, gave Yaya the gas he needed to do. Yaya, is, he filled up the tank last night. He's ready to go, baby. I just feel super validated because everything I said was right. Now that they have was. Right, like it just feels so much more like the pro the process finally got yeah. the results and it just feels really yep. good. Yeah, know? let's uh let's break down that game a little bit. Uh there was a goal taken away a little after the 20th minute on a Brian Acosta corner, and I thought we can get into Acosta a little bit, but I thought he had a great game on set pieces. Um put one right on the head of Wallace, who had a great run around the back of the back side of the box, put one in. Um Jonathan Lewis making contact with the goalkeeper. Um, so indirect offsides called wait, waved off by the letter of the law. Pretty good call. Pretty tough. Cause you see that happen a lot and not get a call. Um, but VAR comes through, cancels out the goal immediately rapids back on the attack chance after chance. And then Rubio on a free kick bends it around over a defender's head. Ivacic stood zero chance. He didn't even try and die for it. Cause he wasn't even close. Uh, Barry's one in the back for his fifth of the season fifth that is as many goals as he had last season he's now up to five and on pace for about 20 which is uh not what people were expecting preseason um he's killing it um went into the break one nil only one real chance for portland in the first half i would say um really chippy the lot of yellow cards both keepers got yellow cards um it was like 11 yellow cards on 21 foul calls which is like a pretty crazy rate um into the 60th, I want to say 67th or 60th, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but Rubio gets sent off for his second on a late challenge on the sideline. He got into it with the with the fourth official. The second the game was over, I saw a tweet go out there. He was complaining about that. Tagged the official MLS account on Twitter. <laughs> so he's, he's getting get a little spicy. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah, he's going to get fined, but that's okay. Let him, let him, he's been playing awesome. And, and uh, you know, I don't think either yellow was, was unnecessary. I do think it's a a lot to send someone off for that. Um, but the way he was calling the game, you couldn't do that. So they're down to 10. They have about 20, a little under 25 left to play. Um, and somehow the attack stays strong and possession stays strong. There were a few chances there for Portland. And, you know, Yarby definitely had some great saves. He had his um, 21st shutout as a rapid, which puts him just two behind Tim Howard on the all time shutout charts for the rapids. Um, and the, yeah, like, insane. <laughs> and then um, in the 94th, so stoppage plus four, the Canadian King, Mark Anthony K on just a beautiful Barrio. Barrios came in and completely changed the pace of the game. He, he came in for Max, who I thought was having a great game. But, but the way he was able to just own that right side, everybody else on the Rapids was shifting left, and he just had wide open spaces. He caught one on a counter, sent it into Mac, who just buried it in the left corner. Two nothing at the death. Game over. Rapids get three points at home in front of their faithful, unbeaten at home streak to twenty one games. Yeah, yeah. What's your biggest takeaway? I want to shout out Jonathan Lewis. He made me. Eat yeah. My words. He had a great game. All. If he was a finisher, this game would be about four zero. That's if, the only if, thing. Yes. Yes. But, if. But that was such a good game from him. The yeah. creativity throughout the whole game. I yeah. Feel like oh yeah. Pace. Great, 
Frazier lost Danny Wilson and Jack Price, two of the most creative players on the team from the back end, and he supplemented it with Brian Acosta, who took over the defensive role of Jack Price, and Kay was allowed to go up and be creative and be that kind of camp forward, uh, that uh, central attacking midfielder. And then you had uh, Rubio playing that false nine role, mm-hmm. and you also had uh, Max, Max and uh, J. Lou creating chances on the wings. It was just such a good game all the way around. It was the creativity in this game had me hyped, especially because they went <laughs> with the four back. And I thought, I still think that's the right formation. I like, that's my favorite formation. But it, I again, that was just the creativity up top was super cool to see. Like they lost to the more creative players and then they just supplemented it with young and young talent and a lot of speed. And that was the way to go for sure. I think, you know, you're talking about creativity and Lewis definitely his pace was unreal. He had some pretty good touches to break open into some space. Obviously did not finish about three wide open chances, including one in the second half that had a a XG of 0.34. Definitely should have buried it. Um, Just a, just a sitter didn't get it, but I think, I think it was a good game. And if he finished, it would have been a great game. Right. But it was definitely one of his better games this season could be his best game this season. Um, I think on the other on the other wing, uh, you had Max playing on the right side, which is not his natural side. He likes to drift up to the left, but man, his his creativity just with the ball at his feet tonight, just some some touches to um, <laughs> Joseph saying K ruined his one zero prediction. Yeah, K was great, but Max with the touch the uh, touches with the ball at his feet, just that sauce we were talking about, you know, the last couple of weeks, where it's like that that those little things that you don't see a lot of on this Rapids team. Not that there's not a lot of skill, but you know, just being able to completely change the direction of the ball, um, get defenders off, you know, off of their lines was really impressive. And I don't think there's much else to say about his game because, you know, he didn't have a goal, didn't have an assist, didn't really have a ton of impact plays really. But what it says to me is that he's getting comfortable, um, that he knows how to play with and off of his teammates a little better than he has. He's integrating himself and maybe we'll get some, you know, especially with this run of play coming up, there's going to be a lot of chances for him to play. So hopefully showing that creativity and showing that willingness to, to commit to the attack and to commit to sharing the ball around, uh, hopefully we'll see a lot of minutes for him coming forward. Yeah, man, I, I really thought Max did a, a great job. Uh, I love how the uh, same week that I said, would you believe it if Max started more than one game? Yeah, and then we got one immediately, game. Yeah. Immediately <laughs> that week, which nobody expected, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I thought, dude, again, that just – that front three of Sardis, and then you had Lewis and uh, Max on the right side. Then you had Rubio playing that that attacking role, that like false nine role right between, uh, right before them. That's the best formation to me. That's my favorite formation. That's I think where they should be going forward. I love the the, the back line. I loved it. There was very little I hated about this game, and the yeah. one thing I did hate about this game was the refing, just because it was getting chippy. You, they, you could definitely tell there's some sort of, like, uh, not hatred, but something extra to this game right away with all the fouls. But I also don't think you have to control it without all the yellows. I think your yellows became a weapon too quickly in the game that put a lot oh, of yeah. players on both teams in a lot of trouble that took away from such a good game. This could have been an all-time game as in fun level, but the yellows kept slowing the pace, kept taking that um, aggressiveness away, which I really did like, by the way. I love that the Rapids came out, were super aggressive. They, were, they weren't they were letting the ball just uh, float to them. They were running up to the ball. 
they were attacking every Timber player. I thought that was awesome. The yellows are, I mean, I'm not going to call them troubling, but I mean, Yarby had one, Rubio had two. I think Lewis had one. I think Acosta had one. I don't know. Trusty had one when he went up with Ivacic for a, for a header in the goal, basically. Um, Ivacic took exception, got in his grill, full chest to chest. Um, it was a chippy game. And I mean, obviously, there's still bad blood there from that playoff loss at home on Thanksgiving. This is the first chance for the Rapids to kind of avenge that. And they did uh, in, in a big way. I mean, there was no, I'd say the best chance Portland had resulted in one of the worst shots I have ever seen in a soccer game ever in my life. Oh, are you talking about that uh, one that just hit Yarbrough straight in the chest? Where no, like, Luria, oh, where he just sky punted oh, a wide oh, open yeah, break yeah, yeah, into yeah. friggin' Broomfield. He just turned, launched it. I turned away for that uh, for a minute because I was doing something on my computer, and as soon as I did it, and I I wasn't able to see the replay. Uh, he tried to chip. Yeah, he tried that. to chip. I saw. And I he heard just what sent happened. it. But it just—it was bad. I heard it was horrible. I wasn't able to. It was honestly—it was honestly one of. I, I, he needs to just disappear for a little bit. That was embarrassing. He deserves to sit on the bench for a month or so to wash that one away. That was awful. Um, so I think you look at this man. All right. So, so talk about facing adversity. Haven't had wins at all, right? You're playing well, and we talked about this—the habits of of creating chances, controlling possession, um, really dictating the pace of the game, but not getting the results. Uh, tonight they completely flipped that completely where they were on the front foot the entire time. Even when they were down a man, even when they had 10, they were still forcing the action. That was again, this just the offensive side of it. We were talking about it. How good would you feel about this win? And they didn't, their offense was eh, but they still were mustered a win. Their offense was great. You you were like, you had to watch the whole game. You had to be aware the whole time because the game just kept going. Like they, they could have scored like four times. Easily, they should have probably, yeah. Honestly, um, I just Zardes had a good chance that should have been a goal. Lewis had uh, two that should have been goals. Also, like that dynamic of Zardes, like people, uh, people need to realize that he didn't, he didn't show up in the assist, he didn't show up in the score sheet, but he did pull so many players away from the action. He would mm-hmm. do a, 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 a Lewis was running down the left side, he'd run mm-hmm. to the right, uh, to get into the box. Lewis was one-on-one, and he was winning those 70% of the time at that, at that point. And then if, like, you had Rubio right behind him, he'd fall to the left. Rubio had the whole right flank open. I saw it happen, like, three, four times, and I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. Flores has that gravitational pull that the Rapids oh, yeah. have been missing, and you can tell right away from that top line, it's just opening everything up for everyone. You know, and I think the biggest thing, and shout-out Joseph Samuelson, who, who you know, does all the sorts of stats at the end of the game. Um, he uh, and here he is on a comment. I'll get to that in a second. But he uh, Zardes had 100% passes for the second appearance in a row, um, which is a big deal, big big deal. Um, it's just showing that like you know he may not know specifically where his chances are going to come from, but when he does get the ball, he's going to make the right decisions. Uh, do you want to throw that that comment up again real quick? Yeah. Uh, Joseph says I agree. The four back worked really well last night. Hope it gets more use this year. I think there's still a place for the five back against certain teams, but four, two, three, one works well for the personnel Colorado has. Fully agree. I mean, it's funny because I thought that five, two, three, or whatever you want to call it, man, was like a great formation, and I think it's a weird formation that works really well when the team is in the system and knows it, and they do. And then you see last night, you see this formation, and they're dominating. So it's like, you know what? I think I think the Rapids are just better. 
in general period than their record shows. And you can kind of have them play however they want. The talent and the chemistry is going to come through. And right now they're uh, in eighth place, right? Right behind mm-hmm. Houston with the same amount of games played, I believe, uh, just behind the goal differential. Uh, they're at the Rapids are at zero in the the Rapids are at zero, and I think Houston's at one. So like it's a one one goal goal for difference, so that's keeping them out of the playoffs as of as we speak. But again, this game was really fun. This game was extremely fun. I usually come in and have a complaint about a player to have a no complaint at all about how the team played. I thought Frazier was really smart. He thought he looked at his personality and he said, okay. What's going to work best? And he attacked that. This reminded me so much of that uh, Thanksgiving game last year against, mm-hmm. the, Timber, uh, against the Timbers. But this time, mm-hmm. the difference was that they were able to finish. And yeah. I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot. That has to do a lot with Sardis. Again, just for opening up spaces. You have somebody that's attracting attention, and they don't have to focus on just Rubio or just on Jonathan Lewis. Now you have somebody that can help create chances for others and that was just really fun his experience i think really showed through too and and how many big moments he's played in with the national team and and across his mls career um show uh there was a late uh touch with him i want to say 70th something could have been before that could have been 60th i don't have my notes directly in front of me here on, on on timeline but he got the ball at his feet Took a touch to the left, nothing. Took a touch to the right, nothing. Got a shot off to the left corner where it hit the post. But just I don't see a lot of that from the rest of the Rapids. And not that they're not good in attack, but there is a level of calm that you have to have with the ball at your feet in the box. Um, And then, you know, just to be able to bury it, I think he'll get there. He'll get his first goal. Hopefully it's at home. No, 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 no. Hopefully it's next week. (laughs) Hopefully it's next week on the road Uh, (laughs) because they could really use it in San Jose. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Just to touch on Logan's comment there. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Lewis does need to bury those. Absolutely. Um, I, again, I, Lewis is who he is. We're not going to change him. He's a speed demon. Yesterday, he showed he could control the ball in the pace. Oh, man. He Um, was great. (laughs) So that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to ask for him to finish those anymore. He is who he is at this point. If you're not a finisher, you're just not a finisher. But that one on one, you do got to, like, put at the back of the net. The other chances, they are what they are. Like, it's Lewis. You can't ask for much more. Look, if he's there with with one-on-one chances to get the ball in, with Zardis in the box, Rubio right behind him, and someone on that backside, I'm fine with that, right? Like, I'll take those chances because he is fast enough to get open. He's fast enough to get a clean look into the box, whether that's on goal or into the middle. Um, I'm like... If he plays like he played last night, he's going to have a fantastic rest of the season. If that is the Lewis we're going to get, he will finish. He won't finish as much as some, but that's why he's not a DP9 in this league, why he's not you know, one of the top goal scorers in the league, but why he does have a very specific role, and that is to to open up those lanes for attack, and he did, right? I, I he thought did. he was great. Period. Like I have no complaints on Lewis. Even if finishing, yeah. it was like, it is who he is. We can't tell him to change at this point, so... I, again, I, I'm just really hyped about this game. I, I really enjoyed every aspect of it. I thought it was a great game to, to show them. And one thing I want to talk, touch about Lewis real quick, that the best games we've seen of, from Lewis have been where Lucas has been on the bench. Yeah, it's weird, huh? So what my theory is that, I think I've said this before, but I'm not sure, that Lucas drowns out Lewis. Because Lucas oh, okay, went yeah. all the way up the wing. 
and he's such a more dynamic playmaker that Jonathan Lewis is not good at coming back inside or like even crisscrossing with with uh, Lucas. So he gets lost in the formation and he doesn't know where right. to go. So that's my theory about Lou and Lucas. Well, yeah, I'm playing with Beta, who I thought had a good game. Um, that makes a lot of sense because Beta doesn't have that dynamicism that that uh, Lucas obviously has. And Lucas has come on on a sub the last two week and I, two weeks, and I think he's really helped that pace in sort of finishing the game. Um, you know, whether or not – I mean, two weeks, two games ago they didn't actually finish the game, but I thought bringing that in, bringing in that speed, that change of pace helps. But Beta had a very controlled game, and it did allow Lewis to kind of own that – that whole top of the left side. So great point there. Um, any other, any, any other final thoughts? Any, anybody you'd want to give to man of the match for you? Um, Mark Anthony K, man. We yeah. first few games of the year, we bagged on him. He's really turned it up. He's been a good player. He's become the leader that we expected him to be. Um, he's controlling the, that midfielder, that midfield and Brian Acosta. Those two guys yeah. control that midfield. There has to be a place for Brian Acosta. After yeah, back. there has to be. He the way he is, he played last. He did seem injured in the first five minutes. Started like kind of holding his holding his leg a little bit. So it makes me think that maybe he's been battling with an injury that they don't like to talk about. Um, or maybe he just doesn't feel comfortable. But Brian Acosta needs to have a place on this team. He showed it last night. He can control that midfield. He was everywhere. That that he was a box to box exactly what the Rapids need. And I thought. That was- we were talking on press rows, me and Brendan Plone and Matt Pollard and Vinny from the Gazette. And we were like, okay, here comes a corner, man. All right. We're really going to see what's happening. Okay. Oh, it's Acosta. Okay, cool. Acosta. Cause no one really was there for a training session where they were practicing their set pieces. So no one was really sure what was going to go down. And literally first corner chance. Lawless makes his best run on a corner. I think I've seen him have this year. Perfect placement. Ball right in the exact right spot on its way down, buries it. Lewis, of course, touching the goalie, gets the indirect offsides call. But it's like, okay, Price Price can take a game off against a team that's not that great like Portland. Maybe even next week. Give him next week off against San Jose because Acosta can handle set pieces. Uh, clearly, he he's okay sitting back in that midfield role and kind of hanging out. And, and, I mean, there were moments where – it did look like a three back line because Lawless and trusty split out and Acosta was just sitting there in the back. Like he's that comfortable playing back and kind of dictating the offense. And it was really impressive to see, honestly, I, uh, it's good to see that because he hasn't started since the first game of the season. So to see that was uh, pretty nice. I want more Acosta minutes, man. Me too. I, I really do. He, I thought he was great. I loved how he worked. His work rate's unreal. He was mm-hmm. up and down. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I've become such a big fan of Acosta, man. He, he needs, he needs, I, Liked him in Dallas, but as a rapid, I love him. So uh, he needs to have more minutes. He needs to be one of the first guys off the bench if he's not on the lineup. Um, it also gives a chance to rest Price throughout the year. Like I said, on these like weaker teams, maybe like uh, some home games that Price is not feeling his greatest, just let him let him come back. Give a cost of that load. He can handle the set pieces. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm I'm so hyped for the future. This is just the Me gap. Too. Samuelson said, this is the gas I needed, man. My tank, <laughs> at, my tank is at full, and I still got two canisters in the bag. Full Let's of go, gas baby. as well, man. I'm so ready for this. Yeah, yeah, Selena, baby. Let's go. What draft grade would you give our Broncos? Man, I wish Stoner710. I wish I, I had more time to scout college. I watch a couple college teams. Um, 
But from what I can tell, they drafted for need every time Peyton. I mean, this is a second draft, but last draft was awesome. Um, that corner out of Pitt seems pretty dope. With his, uh, Definitely plays up. He's strong, can hit really hard, which, I, you know, classic Bronco corner trait that you want. Um, that returner looks pretty awesome from Sanford. I watched that punt return against Florida where he went into the middle of the entire, you know, 22 players on the field and got out and returned it to the house. But I don't know. A plus go Broncos, baby. I'll give it an A minus <laughs> just because they didn't draft a punter. And that's my only issue. I want to like, I cannot believe in this class. I cannot believe that dude from Arizona state went that late. There was a punter drafted in like the fourth round and it wasn't oh. him. Oh, San Diego State, uh, Razor or whatever. Matter yeah, right? dude, that yeah. dude is awesome. Yeah, we didn't, well, we didn't get a Razor or Stonehouse, and I was pissed. And I was like, screw this. You get an A minus, George. I wanted a punter. Give me all the special teams I want, and I'm pissed that we didn't get all of them. <laughs> that was my uh, one issue. You brought it up uh, there at the end with the bench really quick. Um, the bench obviously is about to have a big shift in dynamic. Reportedly, and this is not confirmed by the Rapids, nothing official yet, but uh, Shinichiki was not on the team sheet last night. And Friday, a report came out um, that I'm said Andre Shinichiki to Charlotte agreed in principle for 400K in game back to the Pids. So obviously, Andre, who burst onto the scene with a rookie of the year performance, fizzled out pretty hard in the subsequent two seasons. Um, has been getting chances. He's played about two and a half games worth of minutes over eight appearances, two starts. Um, and honestly, when you look at that, you know, he, his metrics say he had a good season. I would say he was pretty unimpactful. Um, so we'll see what this does for him. But I mean, do you have any thoughts on Shinichi leaving? How do you feel about it? Wishing and um, wishing him all the best. Uh, I thought he lost his place uh, a while back when Luke, at the beginning of the season, when Frazier started favoring Lewis over Shinichiki, you could kind of see the writing on the wall. Um, because if Galvan was available, Galvan would be in that spot, and you'd have Lewis on in the in the second in the as a sub. So I wish him all the best. I'm really happy that he went to Charlotte, where he could find some, hopefully find some rhythm. He's going out to the Eastern Conference, so we don't have to worry about it too much. And maybe this opens up the opens up some room for like Yappy or Yaya to come to come in and take those spot that that spot as a as a consistent rotation player. So I'm hoping. Yeah, for I mean, best. Be, I think Yappy's only had one appearance, maybe two. Um, it would be nice to see him come on more, uh, especially with Zardis coming on. There's just there's not really room for Andre anymore, unfortunately. And Charlotte's gonna have plenty of opportunity. I mean, their roster's you know okay. They haven't they're not you know like winless or anything, but definitely will have a chance to make an impact if he can catch that form from his rookie of the year season. You know, he could definitely become an impact player in that Eastern Conference, and there's definitely a lot of chances for goals there. So, hopefully, you know, obviously bringing in 400 in game covers the the Zardis trade, right? So yeah. that's good there. I mean, assuming the incentives don't hit, which I'm not assuming. I, you know, I'd love to see Zardis win a golden boot and the Rapids win a cup, but um, I take you know, it. I give them all the game they want if that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, for the most part, I think it's a good trade. Again, unofficial. When it's official, we'll definitely get into it probably a little bit more. Um, but but definitely wishing Andre the best, and I think it's the right move for this team to open up some opportunities on the wing there. So. Yeah, um obviously coming up five games in 15 days starts on the road at san jose big one there um 
any any early thoughts on that game? You know, we'll definitely get into it midweek. But anything you're thinking about? Uh, thinking about the Rubio suspension, if it because he's gonna have to miss <laughs> the game. So yeah. I wonder if anything gets if he has enough lead to like get it uh rescinded, rescinded, rescinded or whatever. You say. I don't, sure. I'm not, yeah, yeah, rescinded. Not a natural, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not a natural English speaker. Sorry, guys. Yeah, res- um, yeah, rescinded. You had it right. Yeah. Um. So, but that's gonna worry me because we saw the dynamic with Rubio and Sardis really worked out. Um, and if you don't have Shinishiki, you're gonna have to keep. You're gonna have to change your whole lineup again. Maybe you see Yappy. Maybe you see Yaya. Uh, more minutes for Acosta, of course. Especially now, you're getting a little bit thinner there because you're you, now you don't have Rubio. Now you don't have Price, and now you don't have Danny Wilson. So, I think Nico Nico could probably get a spot start too if he needed to. Get yeah, Mosquito sure. in there. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen Mosquito more often, man. I love Mosquito. Really loved him yeah. last year. He's one now, of the so, players that you just like because you like. Absolutely. Yeah, with Price out, Wilson out, and potentially Rubio out unless they do rescind that second yellow. Man, this is where you wish Galvan wasn't hurt, right? Out for oh, the season. Sure. This would be a perfect, perfect game for that. But, um, you know, the Rapids have proven resilient, especially with that win last night. And, uh, you know, hopefully that continues into this rough stretch of the season. Uh, you want to any preview for for Wednesday? I promise you there's going to be some Rubio hype in there. Guarantee Rubio it. hype, a lot I'm of telling uh, you right now. There's gonna be Rubio hype. There's gonna be a lot of Zardes talk. Uh, mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of gas. There might be some fire. There's uh, gonna be both. Know, a lot of it. Whether there's smoke, there's fire. There's flame, <laughs> rider, fire, whatever. So, hey, just wait for it. I'm gonna bring the fire. I will come in with my gas tank and just be like, we're setting this bitch on fire. Let's go, man. Let's go. All right, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for jumping on this Sunday morning, guys. Subscribe to our YouTube page. Watch us. Like us. Get in there. There's over 20,000 subscribers to the DNVR YouTube page. Make sure you are one of them. Give us thumbs up when you can. It helps with the algorithm. Uh, Become a member at DNVR, man. You get all sorts of stuff. You get the Discord. You get all the written content. You get access to tickets to events that other people don't. Uh, It's definitely worth it there. 60 bucks for the year gets you 30 bucks in merch back. Speaking of merch, go to the locker. Buy t-shirts put me to work i am merchel and you need merch um uh, and then other than that man up the pids baby we'll see you next week so